All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What BR. We've got two of our favorite guests returning, coming back. We've got Major Don and Greg Merriweather with the Greater Baton Rouge Salvation Army. How is it going, guys? Hey, Brandon, doing well. How about you? It's good. I think things uh, things are pretty good. we got beautiful weather right now. I've run a check for this weather. <laughs> you definitely can't beat the weather, that's for sure. I just went to uh, had a lunch and went inside to go eat, but they had the doors open, and I was like, "I'm going outside." You know, to eat. Mm-hmm. this is this is great. Yeah. So, I never like um, the term "we deserve something," but if anybody deserves something good happening with the weather, it's Southern Louisiana. <laughs> right, that's very true. And I think we're getting a stint of it too. I think we're going to run. And I think we maybe maybe a little little bit of wet on the weekend, but then I hear it picks up. It's going to be good next week as well. So yeah. I'm excited about it. Sure, it makes a lot of the efforts that you guys are working on a whole lot easier. You know, weather's the last thing you want to get tied up in the mix, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, look to jump in. You know, kind of get into some things. I know just on a little, you know, checkup. You know, Major John, you've been running back and forth with these storms. You know, kind of helping everybody. Um, tell us a little bit about how your life's been with this. Well, it, it has been a, an, an interesting um, last few weeks. We've had teams in in Lake Charles for several weeks. We've had teams in. Lafayette for a week or so. So we've been running and gunning and helping people the best we can. Our emergency disaster canteen has been deployed all those times. So um, we've just gotten it back. So it it has been a a busy time serving people, but it's a good time to serve people. And that is our mission to take care of people. So um, it's a privilege to do that and be able to feed people in their most vulnerable moments of trying to, life has been literally a disaster just to be there to help them get through those days. I was talking with, uh, I was talking with somebody over in the, uh, the medical is actually uh, some of, they were training some of the nurses over from Fran U and they were talking about how, you know, some of their nurses and this goes applies where I'm going with this was same thing with you is you're meeting people, you know, a lot of times on the worst day of their life, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. right thereafter. And so having to, to help, but then it's not just about, I'm sure just, Hey, here's a hot, you know, meal, but it's also a little bit of, you know, counselor, psychologist, you know, a little bit of all of it, right? Absolutely. It's one of the best things we do, especially being a people of faith is just being able to pour into people as you give them a hot meal and, and meet their physical need. Um, but just to remind them that they're not alone. God's with them. Just be able to pray for them or bolster them, giving them an encouraging word. Um, it's, it's one of the things we do well. So um, a hot meal is important. And just spending time with somebody to help them get through that moment is equally as important. I was talking just well the other day with somebody. I think it's way too many times. And I've, you know, one of the things I've been kind of suggesting to everyone is we all, anytime you meet somebody, usually you know or you see first time everybody's doing the, you know, how are you, you know, kind of thing. And it's amazing how many times we ask people that question, but then we don't even listen to the response. Like you look at them, but it, you don't even really, you know, they could say, I just got in a car wreck, you know, and my legs bleeding out and you wouldn't even, okay, great. You know, well, anyway, while we're here, it's like, you, you just skipped over, pause a little bit and mm-hmm. just listen, you know, to people. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, business, 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 that type of thing. So, so Greg, how thing you, you're on the board. So obviously you guys have been having to shuffle, move. It's my uh, drinking game word pivot, you know, for 2020, mm-hmm. you know, every time you say right. it. So, yeah. Well, I, 
Well, I, eventually, I think there will be a blessing in disguise. Um, we were talking earlier. It's kind of forced us to kind of think outside of the box. Um, we thought a couple of years ago we were being innovative with uh, Christmas just by letting people do an Amazon wish list uh, for angel tree gifts. And we thought that was kind of thinking out of the box. Now, fast forward uh, just a few short months and the entire angel tree program is going to be online. So that's something we would never would have dreamed of just a few years ago. And uh, literally just last year, we would not have dreamed of that. And then here we are. So um, it's forced us to really think about some things that uh, we probably would not have done. And I think that are some things that will stick around. Um, I was we were thrilled when, once we got approval to be outside ringing the bells because a lot of people, when they think of Salvation Army, that one of the main things they think of is that person out there ringing the bell outside of Walmart or wherever it may be. And uh, the best part about that is, is that's just the literally the tip of the iceberg of the Salvation Army. Most people don't know that, you know, we help out uh, men with uh, substance abuse problems, that uh, uh, we help people get their GEDs and um, families get back on their feet and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I think I told the story the last time uh, I was with one of our uh, caseworkers one time and she literally went out and helped a woman fix part of her car, uh, one of her clients and things. So it's just a little tip of the iceberg. So it's a little change that you give there when you're walking in Walmart or as we were saying, now you can scan the code with your phone or Apple Pay. And it might be a couple dollars to you, but that just trickles down and it really helps us out. And so this COVID situation and just the hurricanes and just 2020 in general has really caused us to kind of think about things differently. And so I think that while there will still hopefully always be that person out there ringing the kettlebell or the angel tree, the angels on the tree, uh, we also hope that it'll also stay online and, and things like that. And so we can kind of do it all together and perhaps reach more people that way. No, and... I wrote a uh, column this month about it, talking about, you know, we talk about 2020 and I think it has been a year, you know, and it's every time you turn around, it's been, you know, something, but what uh, occurred to me when I was writing it was we're depending on when you're listening watching this, you know, or read the article, we're 305 days, you know, into this already. We only got 60 days left, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, we're on the tail end. It doesn't like it for one minute on one hand, it feels like we've been doing this forever. And then the next minute, it yeah. seems like, wait, are we really in November at this point? Like, how did we get here? You know? So, and I think it's, you know, awesome. Tell me though, for who's better to tell, you know, Greg, not who's the better person to talk about, you know, the angel in the tree, you know, project here. Well, I'll be glad to run for a minute and then Greg can sure. fill in because he's, Got some great stories to tell too, but so this year we've gone to a completely online. In fact, we just finished about a week ago doing all of our interviews, taking all of the applications for families who want help with um, Christmas with toys and food. So we're right at about 3,000 children, um, 11, 1,200 families that represents will get um, toys and food for their family for Christmas. So in a day or two, we will go live online then with adopting um, angels. So if there's families out there who want to do something really cool to teach their kids what it is to give back and maybe help a child who doesn't have all the things that you have, um, then go to our website, SalvationArmyBR.org, and check out and, and see about adopting some children. And that should go live just here in the next day or so. And so how does that for somebody who's never done that before, you know, obviously no one's ever done it online before. So this is completely different, but the, is it a donation? Is it, you know, buying the gifts? Is it buying the food? Is it, you know, a little bit of all of it? Do they meet the family? 
you know. Well, for Angel Tree, it's, it's buying the gifts. So, and there's several ways to do it being we're online. So, yeah, you go and pick out an angel, um, a boy, girl. Um, some people like to pick out siblings, and so they're together. And you can shop with ever which way you want. Um, we have a link with Walmart. And the Walmart's been such a great partner, especially this Christmas, with helping us rescue Christmas. And so you can either shop at Walmart or online anywhere you want to go, or if you want to go out and shop as a family um, and then bring them in. So you could go to Amazon or Walmart and shop and have it sent to us, or you could have it sent and, and, and bring it in or go shopping somewhere and bring it in. Um, there's all the options you want that are available this year um, that, as Greg said, we've never done before. So we're, we're learning as we go. Figured. How was that, Greg? You guys, you know, was that from a board perspective? I'm sure y'all had to get involved, you know, in some of that and some of the discussions behind the scenes on. And I think that's I think we're all having a lot of those discussions behind the closed doors of, you know, well, let's do it this way. How are we going to do it? I don't know. We'll figure it out. You know, and that's just kind of what you've got to have a team to rally around. Yeah. And honestly, some of the decisions were kind of made for you. I mean, if, if you don't do it online, then you don't do it. And then there's just too many families that would get lost in, in the shuffle of that. Uh, I've told the story several times. Uh, the angel tree is, is huge for me. And um, my I grew up in a middle-class family, but my parents, they grew up poor. And uh, my mom always told the story of the Salvation Army giving her a doll when she was younger. And her parents had already told her at that point that there probably wasn't going to be much Christmas. And the Salvation Army truck came around and gave her and her sister a doll. And that always stuck with her. And she always talked good about the Salvation Army. She always shared that story with me. And so we would pass them going into a store. She would bring that up and it always kind of stuck with me. And so, you know, fast forward and now I'm, you know, an adult and, and I pass that on to my kids and I'm on the board and try to help out as much as I can. So I, I always tell people when you get, when you give to specifically the angel tree, um, don't just think about the parents that you're helping out, but think about that little child that you really are helping out and, and their children, because you really are passing it down. You're, you're stopping a generation from, continuing to pass down poverty you're, you're stopping it right then and there or at least helping and giving a little kid hope to where he can kind of turn himself around and and i i think that would is probably one of the one of the more rewarding things about the, the whole situation the angel street goes even deeper for me uh, i was you know working channel nine and we used to have a handed on project where we would give out money to uh, different organizations and um one of the Capital One was there. They were part of the angel tree at that time. And one of the people picked his shop for gifts. We were going to do a story. And so we were going to basically need a video of someone going out shopping for gifts, showing people how to, you know, get your angel. Here's what they want, you know, a basketball size two shoes, whatever it may be. So we needed a person to go out and do those things. So uh, they picked uh, one of their volunteers at Capital One, one of their workers there. And her name was Melissa. And so we went and did the story on her and uh, we got to talking and one thing led to another and Melissa is now my wife. So it's, uh, it, oh, it's, wow. uh, it's a, it's a funny thing how things can happen that way. But uh, uh, so anyway, the angel tree is very important to me. And so uh, from that uh, I always gain a lot and it, it, it's not just buying kids gifts. It's not just food that we give them. Again, it is literally um, just one more, just breaking away at that generational poverty and that cycle of poverty. It's just one more ax to grind and get it in there, chip away at that rock so we can kind of stop that and stop passing it down. Well, I think it goes, you know, well, Hey, first it was kind of an East story. Didn't see that coming anywhere out of left field. Um, 
But I think it goes to me like even so much further because it's, it's not just, it's not the gifts themselves. It's the fact of you're also giving hope to somebody that someone outside cares. You know, they didn't know, you know, they didn't necessarily know me. You know, we all try to, you know, we all do our best to help as much as we can and help our you know friends and our family. But then just some people don't, you know, have the best support system, support system and, you know, doesn't necessarily know, but for that child, you know, I can even imagine for a parent who, you know, they may not receive anything, but for them to get the hope that someone was able to reach out to help with their kid and to be able to see their kid, you know, light up, you know, at Christmas and to see that, you know, kind of sparking, like you said, for with your mother, it carries on and people tell the mm -hmm. story, you know, and I right. think that's how these things keep rolling and keep growing. Don, Mr. Don, you said you've got, it's 1,200 something families, 3,000 families right around 3,000 children. So I always think about, you know, um, Greg's grandparents then. The, the, that's the stress that you take. You know, life is already hard. You, mm -hmm. you, you, you transfer that to where we are today in, in Baton Rouge and across Southern Louisiana with, um, with, because of COVID, we've got more people who are unemployed than they've ever been before. We've got a lot of new people who are in a place maybe they've never been before, or just some people who've been going through a hard time and, and now COVID and now storms, and they find themselves in an, even in a deeper hole um, than they've ever been. And you think about what it must have felt like to be Greg's grandparents who go, um, you're getting nothing. We've got nothing. Um, we've got nothing to give. Um, and to tell your children that probably Santa's not coming this year because there's nothing to give. So you already got all this pressure. You already got all this stress. Um, you're already trying to make ends meet and, and maybe those families who are still living in a motel or struggling to make ends meet and just keep the lights on. Um, and all of a sudden there's some hope um, that your kids can have something to unwrap on Christmas and have Christmas day. And, and it, for at least a moment have Christmas day to escape the world's problems and have a smile. No, I think that's, I wrote a piece talking about, you know, being, you know, thankful and that's, you know, what we have to do now, you know, I know we're, we jump holidays and I think I've seen, it's been kind of a, you know, a meme, you know, running the kind of moving around the internet where it's, you know, okay, we October straight to Christmas. It's like, no, we got yeah. Thanksgiving here. So let's remember, but I think these are usually times that are hard for people, you know, these holiday season. And I think they this are. year it's going to be even harder and I can't, imagine what it would be like, you know, like you talk about with people unemployed, you know, work, you know, so it's like, we're going to make this, you know, problem usually a tough time of year. We're going to make it worse with COVID. We're going to make it worse, you know, where people may not even have their homes with all these storms. How can we, I think everybody, you know, anybody listening to this, you know, I would think, you know, that you've got the means to help at some degree, you know, you can pick something up, bring it in, are the 1,200 families, 3,000 people, is that who, you know, raised their hand, reached out and said, you know, we'd like help? Or is that, is that the goal? Or is it like, are we, or is there, is there a chance we're leaving somebody behind, you know, out um, there? <laughs> there? There's always that chance. And again, we're not the only people that do this. There's others. And so we begin to work with other agencies too that, that provide help. But our original goal, we were thinking that maybe this year with the, the limitations that we have, that we try to help 2,000 children. And then it kind of grew to, um, well, seems like we're going to hit that goal pretty fast. So we moved to, to 25 and we got to that goal pretty fast. And so um, we've kind of settled on this number of 3,000. 
Um, so that's a lot of children. When you think about before, when people shopped, you, they would go to Walmart, they'd have their tag of their, their angel tree and their child and they go shop and they bring us the bag. This year with doing it online, we're going to have gifts coming literally from everywhere that are just getting mailed to us that we then have to tie to that angel, get it in their bag for their family. Um, where I, I wish we could say we know in our heads we got this all figured out. I'm not sure that we do yet, um, but we're, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, but we're going to be running and gunning and learning as we go too. Um, but the, the logistics of this is, is huge. So you got to get to some point where you say, this is what we can do. Um, this, these are the families we can help. Um, these are real families, real children. Uh, you know, everything you give to the Salvation Army stays in this community. So as Greg was saying, when you go by Walmart and you drop some coins in the kettle to help, that stays here. When you adopt an angel, that's a real child in this community mm -hmm. um, that's going to get benefited from those gifts here. Um, all those things stay right here to help kids here um, that are real kids um, and I, I think that it's a perfect teaching moment to uh, Brandon with, with your audience of, of parents. Um, I, I think it's a perfect time to take your um, younger son or daughter that's old enough to understand what's going on and say, you know, you can print out the angel and say, look, this is, uh, you know, who we're dealing with and it has their name, the first name. And it, and it usually has, they, 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 they offer them, you know, a wish list. You know, what would you want to have? And, um, it's usually a basketball is like the, the biggest wish on there. We always get bikes uh, every time we, we always do bikes. I've never not done one where I did not get a kid a bike, which is always just kind of our little extra way of, of helping out. But there's clothes on there, coats and things like that. So you literally could print it out with your uh, son or daughter and take them shopping with you. It won't take very long at all. And it, it teaches them like, you know, we're fortunate. You're going to have a Christmas. Santa Claus is going to come see you. But this little kid who lives in your community, who's probably about your age, uh, who does everything that you do, it's just that he doesn't have the uh, wherewithal or his parents don't have the wherewithal to provide. So we're going to help them out. And so you go and you shop and let them pick out what, what they want or how they want to bless the kid. And I can guarantee you, my son's not old enough. He just turned two, but I can guarantee I will do it with my son. But I just know that that will stay with the kid. It, it, it has to in this day and age, just get them away from the PlayStation, get them out and or get them online. I mean, you've got them right there. Set the computer up, say, OK, well, let, let, let's shop for Tim. Let's see what he needs. And I think it's a perfect teaching tool. Absolutely. I've got... Uh... We've done some stuff uh, we did uh, with some of the first responders that came in. You know, I grabbed my daughter and we went and did um, Terry in our office, you know, arranged and helped get some food, you know, for some people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I'd had her come with me, you know, and be able to see, you know, and she didn't get the whole experience, you know, on. I had to do conference calls and storm and literally hurricane was blowing in and we're running around picking up, you know, the food and getting there. And. She didn't get it until after, you know, we left, you know, that she got to see, you know, their faces and be able to see that it helped. But I think it's important for all of us as parents, you know, that this is one of those things that you don't just, I'm trying to lose myself on the words. It's not learned just by default, you know, to go and help. Mm -hmm. but we need to teach our kids, you know, this is how we help and this is what we do you know, you, you know, or, you know, blessed and you're going to turn around, you need to kind of pay that forward and you need to help out. And I think it's extremely important for everybody, you know, for, to teach their kids this. And it's a skill, you know, I say, 
I've got some family up in Iowa and we say, you know, our kids are right now about that age to where every year we're going to bring them up for about a week or two to actually, you know, go work, you know, the fields and get ready, mm -hmm. you know, to, you know, the crop that they need to learn that manual skill. They need to learn this giving skill as well. Yeah. You know, it's something that I think goes a long way. Like I said, they could do it online, but, if, you know, go out, have some fun with it. You know, right. it's it's a big deal. Yeah, and I think they'll realize they'll feel good about themselves. They'll see that they helped. And then maybe there's more ways, you know, they can get in, you know, not, is there, this sounds like a logistics nightmare, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, we've got that Amazon hub. Like, do we have somebody over there that can help us, you know, put it together? You know, what are you needing people to help you, you know, pull this together or. We do. We're always in need of volunteer and we're just so grateful too. We have, um, some great volunteer groups out there that are signed up and, and ready to go. One of our needs last week was a warehouse. Um, we'd lost the place we were going to go. And um, because of Greg and Channel 9 and some others who, who ran our story to, to tell the community about our plight, um, on, on Monday we met with a local family and we have a warehouse. So um, we're, great, we're, we're grateful for that, to have the space in the room, the logistical space um, to begin to make all that happen. So um, yeah, there, there's a lot of things that tying all those gifts back to that child. Um, we'll figure it out. We got really smart. One of the things I'm blessed with, I got really smart people around me, way smarter than me. Um, and so they'll, they'll get this figured out and we'll be ready to go. So that second week of Christmas, when we do distribution, um, we'll be off and running. That's what I was about to say, but on that, I always tell everybody, you know, if I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong room. We're doomed, you know, right? <laughs> so, um, but that's what I say. So this goes out the second week, you know, of December. Yes. It's like 14 days to deliver 1,200 packages or 1,200 sets of packages. That mm -hmm. sounds a feat right. itself. Yep. For 3,000 different children. So all those pants, all those socks, all those coats, all those toys, all got to be come in and, and be put with their family and um, checked and double checked to make sure they're all there and every child is taken care of. And um, there's a lot of hands that make it all happen. We're grateful for a lot of amazing volunteers who helped do it. And eventually, Major, correct me if I'm wrong on this, because I know the warehouse thing is kind of fluid or it's happening now, but um, you will be able to go out and shop at Walmart and then drop off the gifts uh, eventually at that location. So it's really easy to do it online, but you can also, yes. while you're with your kid, just bag it all up in one whole thing uh, and take it over there. And the trick that we used to do uh, is you can go to the Dollar Tree or one of those dollar stores. And they have those huge bags. They're basically just like a, you know, like a, I don't even know what it's called. We don't want you to wrap the gifts, but you just put it all together and put the tag on it and get it over there. And it just makes it so much easier. But even if you don't go through all that trouble, just all of it together, bring it to us and we will take it from there. Absolutely. Uh, and Major, I noted, I looked at our website uh, today. Um, we've got, as soon as you log on there, we've got Rescue Christmas and you see, so you can also donate to the Red Kettle program as well, uh, which helps us out. So uh, if you're, Maybe you're not going shopping this year as much as you would because of COVID or um, if you're a person that's maybe at risk, an elderly person or something who normally would give a little bit here or there when you would see the folks out ringing the bell, you can do that online too. Maybe you can help your parents. Maybe you have an older parent that normally gives the Salvation Army. 
you can help them um, if they're not very tech savvy, but uh, you can donate right there online as well. So we can make that happen as well. We're trying to make it as easy as possible <laughs> just, yes. just to be able to help as many people as possible. Yeah. Really. One of the other new things we're doing that Greg kind of touched on there is our online red kettle giving. Um, so Brandon, you could have your own um, red kettle and, and get your friends and family and people to donate to your kettle. Um, and it, it'll all come here. So if you go to our webpage, as Greg said, there's three things that you can do pretty quickly. One is start your own red kettle or give to somebody's red kettle. Um, you can adopt an angel or you can volunteer. So if you go to our website, SalvationArmyBR.org, you can find those three things very quickly at the top of our page um, on how you can get involved and do something to make a difference. So, so you got me, you got my interest peaked here on, I can get my own mm -hmm. Red kettle. Yeah. Do I know who's donated to my kettle? Sure. Yes. You can, you can, because if you sign up, it will mm -hmm. send you a link um, that is your own unique link. And so it will link whoever you want to send that link to, to your red kettle. So, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking, Greg, you might want to jump in on this one. I'm getting my own kettle, and I got so much email that I got to deal with every day. That I'm going to put in my signature, maybe like I'm only replying to people who donate to my kettle. You know, <laughs> that's a really good idea. You know, yeah. if you don't donate, the likelihood of you getting, you know, a reply, you know, the more you donate, the quicker the reply comes. <laughs> right, right, right. That, that, that might be that, that's very creative. I've never heard of that, but it's very, very thoughtful for sure. We have we have one of our board members on Monday. We have our annual golf tournament this year. We're again trying something new, and we're going to Top Golf. And one of our board members signed up all his. Um, employees that they could take the day off and come golf only if they start their own red kettle and help him and his team um, mm -hmm. raise the most money. So um, there's lots of leverage you can do to, to bribe your friends to, <laughs> to give. But That might be, uh, that might be another one for some of the offices, you know, to get, you know, a little inner office challenge, you know, mm -hmm. who can, you know, kind of who can raise the most. And I think it's what's in, most important to me or, in the top list of what you said was that that money staying here, you know, it's not going out and then getting dispersed and divided up between everybody else. That dollar, when you virtually drop it or, you know, actually drop it into the kettle, that's yeah. going to stay in our community. But back on that, you mentioned Walmart. So you did get a green light. Or we we do. dubbing the kettles as essential workers. You know, yes, so Walmart's been an amazing partner, especially with this Christmas and, um, we can announce this. It's probably be the first place we announce it um, here in Baton Rouge, but Walmart is all, also all starting in the next day or so um, to do a roundup at their register. So we'll be able to ring outside their store, but you can also round up or give an extra gift when you shop at Walmart um, that will benefit the Salvation Army and the local community where that Walmart is. So um, Walmart has been an amazing corporate sponsor for the Salvation Army all across the U.S. Um, and is really stepping up this year even more. Um, I know we were on a national call a few weeks ago and Walmart shared just where we are with COVID that there are probably going to be by next spring a lot of not-for-profits that are maybe not here anymore. Um, fundraising is just too hard. And, and Walmart has basically said, we're not going to let that happen to the Salvation Army. Um, and so they're really That's... coming, seriously coming to our rescue. So um, working through all the details of social distancing and bell ringing outside um, locations, and not just Walmarts, but many other places in our community that were able to do that. Um, 
with that an online red kettle um, I'm just I'm excited I know we talked about some heavy things here you know with people who are in need and all but the truth of the matter is um, there's a lot of hope out there and God's given us a lot of avenues to reach people and help people and um, even folks like you Brandon who give us these few moments to to talk to the people who follow you and watch you and spark a little interest and think of a new idea you know um, I think of Greg running the story about our needing a warehouse and a family watched that. And um, that night at dinner said, honey, I think we can do something about this. We've got some space. Um, and all those little conversations just spark plant seeds of hope in this community um, that people can make a difference. And that's one of the exciting things about living here is because if you just plant a seed, people, people will watch it grow and help water it and, and make some amazing things happen. No, it is. It's, We've talked too many times, you know, not just, you know, the Salvation Army, but all of these nonprofits, you know, the work that they do in our community and how important it is. And what people don't realize is the work that's being done. You know, they don't see what it's, you know, from, you know, the groups that work with mental health, the people that, you know, work, you got obviously, you know, the homeless and people that need it. It's a huge, you know, it's going to be a huge problem for us as a community. We have to realize that we need to help you know, and step, you know, up as a community and do whatever we can, you know, to help all these groups. And just, it's amazing. And I think people don't realize, like you said in the beginning, everything that you guys are doing, you know, this sounds like such, you know, if you normally you might take a regular, you know, smaller organization and, you know, their whole goal might be for the year to help, you know, a thousand families. You're going, hey, we're going to knock this thing out, you know, in about six weeks, you know, we're going to go mm. take care of 3,000 you know, people for Christmas and we're just, we're going to do it in six weeks. And we'll have it delivered in the following two. Yeah. That's a big well, feat. Yeah. We're going to start at Thanksgiving though, with helping 500 families with a food box. So it kind of, kind of starts with that and volunteers coming in to help pack food. And um, we will distribute um, right around 500 boxes of food um, to 500 families. Um, then Christmas starts with angel tree and, and helping them um, compared to, as Greg said, Sometimes people think we're just around at Christmas, but the truth is tonight, 60 homeless men will sleep in our shelter and we have 52 beds for men in drug and alcohol problems today. Families, especially families with disabilities are getting help with their energy bill. Um, families are getting food. Um, there's a lot of things that happen here all day long um, that we're, we're providing a, a service to our community. And again, helping the most vulnerable people in our community get through today. Speaking of, uh, are you guys still doing the tokens? We are. If people want to buy a token, it's a great program, our token of hope. Um, yeah, and I want you to tell, because I think that's such, I, I, I think we talked about it last time. You know, we did, you know, some little bit of coverage with it, but I think it's such a great program. It makes, I, I personally really like it. So if you, can you give us the short version on that one? Sure. Well, I think it's like anything. There's a lot of people who want to help. They just want to make sure their help works. You know, so that if you want to adopt an angel, that you really know that's a real child. And, and so we've been able to vet, you know, go through and make sure those children are really at need. Um, it's even kind of a bigger issue, especially our community. There's almost somebody on every corner who is, is panhandling and asking for money. And um, just because their sign says they claim to be homeless, I don't mean to be too blunt, but doesn't mean they are. There's a lot of people who panhandle and it's their job and it's the way they make money. Um, off of your um, charitable thought in your head. 
So one of the ways we want to co combat that, that we really are helping people who are in need is with our token of hope program. And you can buy a token from us for $10, carrying them in your car or, or whatever. We have churches who buy them in bulk, some families who buy them in bulk, businesses who buy them. And so when people come to their door and say, or you see them on the street and you don't know what to do, you don't want to give them money if they're not going to use it well. Um, so you can say, well, I don't have any cash or I'm not giving cash, but I have a token. And that token will get you a night stay, two meals, a shower, some clean clothes if you need it at the Salvation Army. Um, and if you really are homeless and need a safe place to be, this token will get you a night there. Um, and so you really know you're helping um, that person that if they accept it, that they really are in need. If they don't, maybe their intentions aren't the best that um, they're just out making some money. Yeah, I think that's, I love that program. I really do. I think it's, it makes it a little bit easier. It's something you can pick, like you said, just grab a bundle, don't yeah. center console, you know, there. And it's, it's hard. And that's something that I've noticed is, you know, my kids are getting a little bit older. Exactly what you said, just to touch that topic for a little bit. You know, some people don't have the best of intentions. Some people, it's their job. And it's hard as a parent, you know, to say, you know, I want to help. And I want them right. to see me like we just talked about setting that example. But then, you know, when they're asking, it's like, well, why are, you know, why are we not giving or why didn't you give that guy some or why did, you know, it's kind of that, okay, you're old enough to understand, but you're not old enough to understand what really might be going on. You know, right. Because I think we've all been there. I've been there on college drive and watched, you know, a couple of times, you know, the guy that was sitting there with the sign, you know, walk over and jump the fence and, you know, jump in his car and drive off, you know, and it's upsetting for me to see that. And so, I think it helps solve, you know, that problem. Yeah, yeah, so it absolutely does. And it gives you some assurity that what you're doing really may help that person and not just maybe adding to their issues. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. It's a great program and it's a way to, that you can know you're really helping somebody in need. Well, Adrian, I think you guys, you got a little, you got some work cut out for you here over the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, I think, I Greg, you guys are going to end up – I think that board's going to get pulled in, you know, on this. So They've yeah, already so. been there. We, we are so blessed by a great board. Um, so many people like Greg who um, just don't show up to a meeting. Um, they're vested in what we do. They show up to our events. They show up when we need volunteers. Um, every once in a while I'll say to them, I, I, we've got a project and I need some money, and, and they'll give. Um, we have a great Salvation Army Advisory Board, um, like none other I've ever had in, in almost 35 years of serving in the Salvation Army. So um, very fortunate to have folks like Greg and, and, and 20 others who show up and, and are vested in what we do. Wow. Well, thank you, Greg. You know, oh, no, that. thank you all. I mean, it's the Lord's work. And I, I mean, that we literally just, uh, the major comes to us with ideas and we just try to find a way. And I think it's, 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 it's like that Indiana Jones, that big ball that goes rolling through. It's just all of us just trying to push that ball. Yeah. <laughs> just Sometimes you got more of a hand on it than in others. And it's just, it, it is, it is what it is, but uh, yeah. I don't know. It is the Lord's work. And so I, I think that's what makes it so, Absolutely. so much easier. Well, and thank well, you I can help for getting our way. word out. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's great when we're able to touch people in, in every different little aspect and, this right here is a perfect example of somebody that um, 
if they're going to invest time enough to listen to what we have to say, they're probably piqued enough interest where they'll help us out. So it's a great thing. Yeah, no, hopefully this, you know, helps. And if there's anything else we can do, you know, I'm more than happy to help, you know, wherever I can. Um, it's, I think that's what we created this show podcast, whatever you want to call it, you know, at this point is it's sometimes hard to get all this information into in, you know, Greg, you and I both are in, you know, media, it's hard to get it into, you know, the spaces that we have, you know, and to really tell the stories. And, you know, I was thinking while we were sitting here, you know, maybe not like maybe if you've got somebody who wants to come on, you know, who's, you know, been impacted personally, you know, kind of maybe by one of the programs and, you know, kind of hear their story and see, you know, from their perspective, you know, we'd love to have them on. And because I think there's, you know, it's not a, you know, this isn't a marketing or a sales, but a, not a buyer journey, but there's a journey that someone's going to run through and they've got it on their list to do. We've just got to keep reminding them, you know, of where it is and top of mind, you know, awareness. So if we can, happy to have somebody else come on, you know, it sounds like you guys are going to be going hundred miles an hour, how you're going to have the time for it. I don't know, but Hey, That's hopefully right. we can. Yeah. We'll make so, it work. It sounds like I like the idea. Thanks for the offer. Absolutely. Well, I know you guys have more important things to do than talk to me. So I will let you get back to your days. Right. And uh, hopefully get a chance to just go outside and walk around, you know, and just kind (laughs) of look up and enjoy it a little bit. Stop checking the phones. So, right. Yeah. I'll be there. Well, I guess I appreciate the time as always. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate it. Do whatever we can to help you out. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Christmas. If we don't see you before then, pray God's blessings on you. Thank you, sir. You as well. Definitely.